hello, friends, and you know what? And hello, enemy too. I don't know if y'all listening. Enemies could be listening to this. I don't know. You know how to oh, sorry, whatever. Um, let me say one thing real quick before we get started. One thing about a Christian rapper is they're gonna stay talking about the ops, and they're gonna stay talking about the devil being the op. Can we get something new? Like I kind of want to hear something new. Like I'm tired of that narrative. Let's get something different. Anywho, um, enough of that for today. I have a lot to talk about because there has been a lot that has happened. And so I kind of want to go through briefly, but also kind of quickly, because I'm starting to feel a couple of raindrops falling down on my head right now. So we're going to have to go a little bit quickly so we can make sure we get up out of this rain. Um, Currently, I'm walking. I'm supposed to be going to the gym later on. So I'm walking first, and then I'm going to go to the gym, and then on my walk back from the gym, I'm going to go call my best friend so I can talk to her because I she called me earlier, and I ignored her because <laughs> we was watching the Saints game, and you know, I wanted to spend some time with the family, and so we was all watching the game and stuff, so I decided to just wait and call her back later. Anywho, first thing on the list is um, my students, y'all already know, I'm a teacher, teach kindergarten, and I just literally love this grade level. Like, I'm starting to see that this grade level is the grade level for me because my excitement for learning, like, is the same level of excitement that they have for learning, too. Like, my excitement for teaching is their same level of excitement for learning, and so it's kind of cool because, like, literally, I'm over here getting excited because we get to use bubbles because they were good and they're just as excited as I am. I'm probably more excited than them to use bubbles. Um, And so, yeah, it's just been really interesting. Um, They also (laughs) are at the age where they like really soak up everything. So I'm literally like sitting with them and teaching them certain stuff. And like when they get it, their eyes just light up. It's like the cutest thing in the world. Their eyes literally light up and they just, like soak in everything that they learn and they learn so quickly it's actually really surprising that they learn that quickly like I will teach something like consistently for you know two or three days and bam they got it and they're solid on it which is the cool thing even the ones that don't even speak fully the language still understand and that's kind of crazy to me so I love this grade I love it it's so fun um another thing that has been really big recently I think it's been two weeks since I've last uploaded. So another thing that has been um, really big recently is um, Gloria and how she's been treating me as of recently. We've had a lot of meetings where she just like cuts me off or interrupts me or gets like angry with me for asking questions. And that's been quite frustrating because I mean, imagine you're new to something And then as soon as you ask a question, somebody's instantly chastising you as if you should already know what they know when you don't, because they've been doing that for 25 years and I've only been alive 20 years. Like, I I don't know what you're talking about. And so there's been a couple of instances where we've just seen this, like, this attitude toward me that has been so disrespectful is really what it is. Um, and so I've just decided within my own heart to maintain my own peace is to limit my interactions with her. Um, uh, there's not much that I really need to go to her for, you know, um, even though she's our team leader, really the main people that I collaborate with 
like are Marsha and Jessica. So those are the main people I go to for questions. Every now and then I'll, you know, ask Karen some questions and stuff like that. But I don't, there's nothing specific to me right now that I have to go to her on. And so I was like, I'm just going to limit my interactions with her because she's obviously somebody who does not, every time I'm around her, it's tense. And every time she's there, it's tense. Like, I literally feel the difference. She's been gone a couple of days this week because she's had dentist appointments and doctor's appointments and stuff. And I mean, I kid you not, I felt the difference. Like, I felt at peace when she wasn't there. And then as soon as I heard her voice, I was like, oh, Lord, here we go again. (laughs) You know? And that's so bad. But it's so true. Like, I can't help the fact that she makes me feel more stressed out because she's a stressful person. Like, that's her choice. She chose to be stressful, you know? And so I'm just like, whatever. But I decided to limit my interactions. So I only talk to her when needed. And something that Becca was telling me about when we were on the phone the other day, she was like, you have the power to choose who you want to connect to. And you don't have to connect to people or connect with people if you don't want to. And I was like, that's so freaking true. Like, I don't have to force a connection with her because I don't like her. Like, as she's acting right now, I don't like her. And I will still choose to love her in God. And I'll still choose, like, I pray for her. And, you know, her birthday's coming up and I'm the one that has to get her birthday gift stuff because the way we do this thing is, like, everybody writes down their birthday and their, um, what they want. And we pass it around so then everybody has somebody different, right? And so she's the person that I got. And so I said, you know, I'm going to do my best and I'm going to make it look nice. But I said, I'm just, I'm not entertained. I'm over the whole trying to force a connection with somebody who obviously doesn't want to have a connection with me. And personally, I don't want to have one with them. It's like, no, I'm not going to go out of my way. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, <laughs> so I just said, I'm not going to talk to people who aren't nice to me. <laughs> I'm not, I'm going to be a person who's going to be nice. And I like being around nice people. And if you're not going to be nice, I don't want to be around you, period. And that's how that's going to be. Um, another interesting thing that has happened as of recently is me and Becca were on the phone. So on Friday, I think it was Friday night, Becca and I got on the phone. And I mean, we haven't talked in a little while, but every time we do talk, it's always good. Like she's one of those type of friends where you don't have to be around them 24 seven or talk to them 24 seven, but they're still solid when you talk with them, you know? And so something that she was talking about was actually immediately applicable to my life because it was applicable to my situation with Gloria, but also my situation with um, meeting people at one of the game nights that I went to at New Life. And so she was telling me something that was actually amazing. She said, um, she said, as soon as you see somebody that you want to have a connection with, pursue them. Like, if you see somebody that you're like, oh, I really want to be friends with them. Like, they seem like a cool person I would want to be friends with. She said, I pursue it super hard. Like, I'm like, hey, do you want to be my friend? Can we go do this together? Like, immediately pursue it. And I was like, that is such a good idea because sometimes we're like, oh, that person's cool. But then you don't pursue it. And so then it doesn't become anything. And I think I've become a little bit more in my shell because I used to be very outgoing. And I would pursue connections with just anybody. But then I had to learn how to be more discerning. But now that I'm more discerning, I don't really pursue connections with anyone, period. Even if I do think they're a cool person or somebody who I might get along with. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to do that. I want to pursue connections and I'm going to do a better job of like reaching out to people and really trying to connect with people. And so 
I thought that was cool. But she also mentioned that like, we shouldn't feel forced to have to make fake connections with people that we don't actually want to be connected to. And I thought that was true too, that like, yes, just as much as we should pursue connections that we want to pursue, we also don't have to feel this obligation to pursue connections with everyone. If I'm closer with one coworker than I am with the other one, I don't have to try to make it even. Like that's how I was feeling earlier. I was feeling like I had to make it even and be just as close with Gloria as I was with Marsha. But I'm not because Gloria is a nice person and Marsha's not. I mean, vice versa. Marsha's a nice person and Gloria's not. And also, I'm just connecting more right now at the moment with Marsha. So it's like, I don't have to force a connection if I don't want to actually get to know that person. You know what I mean? Or be around that person or be friends with that person. Like, you don't have to force yourself to do anything. Period. That's it. <laughs> Um, oh yeah so the new life experience was really cool well it wasn't really cool but it was really cool to see like my growth from previous experiences to this one so previously at usf i literally like went to like their navigators event and i was just like friends with everyone like anyone who was there i was friends with them but it felt very fake after a while because there's a lot of people who really weren't like solid with me. And so when I went to this event, I was very discerning and picky and choosy about who I wanted to even be friends with. And so there was two people that I found out or <laughs> found out. It makes it sound like I just like got a message like, OK, these two people are your friends. But no, there's two people there that I was like, oh, I'd be interested in making a connection with these two people. So I think I'm going to try that. Um, the first one is... Natanya and then the second one is Ethan and they're actually brother and sister so Natanya is very like she's not she's reserved a little bit but she's still funny and like outgoing and like talks and like makes jokes and there was a lot of times because she was sitting straight across from me when we were playing all of our games and so there was a lot of times where she would just like say something and I would bust out laughing or I would say something and she would bust out laughing and so we just made each other laugh a lot which is good and then her brother sat right next to me, Ethan. Oh, so by the way, Natanya's 23. And so then Ethan sat right next to me and Ethan's like 19, but he looks like really funny, but in his own, cause he's very, very quiet, very reserved. And so he's funny in his own way. So he would always like laugh at my jokes, which always makes me feel good because it makes me feel like I'm a comedian. Like I'd say something and he'd do like the little like silent chuckle, like, <laughs> like that. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I made him laugh. No, but then there was a moment when we were playing Uno that was so funny to me because literally, okay, so it got reversed. And so it was, it went him and then me, and it was my turn. So it's his turn. And, <laughs> and he looks at me and like the way his facial expression was, it was so funny. And then, so he looks at me and I thought he was looking at me because it was like my turn or like I was doing something wrong or something the way that he was looking and I was like but in my mind I was like but I could have sworn it was his turn to go and so I'm over here waiting on him to go next thing you know he looks he looks at me and then he lays down a draw too and it was so funny to me the way that he like I don't know I, I can't even replicate it it just was so funny because the way that he just looked like <laughs> the way he looked before he even did it was it just said everything it needed to say 
Now there were other people who were there, but they weren't as like, they weren't people that I would necessarily pursue uh, or try to pursue a friendship with. Like there was Brooke there, which Kamara, you already know Brooke, so you know, whatever. Um, she doesn't seem like somebody I really want to be friends with. And then there's another girl, I forgot her name, Callie. I was like, eh, I'm okay. Like both of them seem like the type where they're like the very popular youth group girls and I'm good. <laughs> so I was like, nah. And then there was another girl named Giovanna. She seems cool, but I feel like she'd be an acquaintance, like someone I see in passing. Cause like, I don't know. She just reminds me a lot of MJ and I'm like, eh, I'm okay. She just seems chill, but like not somebody I would want to, I don't feel interested in pursuing a connection. And then there was this other guy named Jozer. Now Jozer was so funny. Jozer made me laugh every five seconds. Like he's like that, um, he's like that Latino uncle that like makes you laugh at everything. And like the way he talks, like, you know, it's like whatever, the way he talks and everything. It's like so funny to me. Oh, you're good, girl, go. <laughs> but it's like so funny to me, the way he talks is hilarious. And his jokes, like he has just this, way of joking about every single thing on earth and it's like not even that funny but it is that funny and so I love him he, <laughs> he's very funny but he gives fielder vibes and so he's somebody who I'm not really interested in pursuing like a connection with just because I know that he's like that kind of show pony pony like he's the outgoing life of the party type of person where like he he is like cool to be around but he's not really gonna be the one that I'm like oh, I want to be friends with, like, nah, <laughs> you know what I mean, I don't know how to explain it, it's just a feeling of, like, nah, I'm okay, and so, yeah, and then even, like, Brooke and her friend, Callie, like, they were cool, and, like, no hate against them, but it just gave very much high school vibes, the way they were acting and talking, like, literally, we're playing Uno, and she's like, oh, is it my turn, like, it's just so, like, okay, girl, like, we get that you're blonde, or whatever, um, <laughs> Like, not to be rude, but that's how it felt. And I'm like, we're like, we're all either in college or at our careers at this point. We don't need to be faking like we're dumb to get attention and to make people laugh and to all of that stuff like that. Like, just make an actual funny joke and we'll move on, you know? So, anywho, <laughs> needless to say, out of that experience, I did find two cool people and I hope to make further connections with them. I think they mentioned something about a group that they go to on Sundays. So I think I might show up at the group and like be like, hey, because they were actually really nice and um, they seemed cool. So we'll see. And other than that, the experience was really cool just because I got the chance to like understand a little bit more about myself and my personality and how I'm operating now. Because what's really interesting is I'm actually learning about myself again because I used to think I was one way, but now I'm a lot different. And not necessarily like completely different, but a lot different. So like I used to be that outgoing person who would literally go talk to anyone, not be afraid to talk to anyone. I would talk to everyone, I'd get everyone's numbers, I'd get everyone's Instagram, da 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 da. I was like not very um, like specific or I guess discerning on who I would choose to try to be friends with. And now I'm like, mm, okay, <laughs> like, I don't have to be friends with everybody. And I just, like, am a little bit more picky, I guess, and a little less apt to, like, a little more hesitant 
to jump out there and give people my information or like I didn't give anybody my Instagram that night didn't give anybody any way to contact me because I didn't want to oh it's muddy I don't want to walk in the mud no thanks my shoes just got cleaned and they're white no but anywho um yeah so it's like I'm a little bit more picky a little bit more specific and I don't really I don't know I still have to learn about it all because it's new to me because this is new I've never done this before so <laughs> so it's interesting not the youth not the youth I used to be one of them and now I'm so old and so wise anywho no that was pretty much it on that so that was my experience at New Life and yeah 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 um anything else oh <laughs> so two more quick things Number one, I've really been loving recently my partnership with Marsha and Jessica because Marsha and I literally like, we're like, oh, let's do this, let's do that. And we like plan together and stuff now, which is really cool. So I've been loving that. That's been a good vibe. And then um, my students actually like enjoying the stuff that we do in class has been pretty cool because I always doubt myself and I always doubt like whether or not something they would like something or whatever and so it's just cool to see that like they actually enjoy everything that we do and they get excited I think they get excited because I get excited like I think you know that passion communicates to them too which is pretty cool and then last but not least I got a new car <laughs> so my sister is now taking my car which was my dad's car at first so it's basically just getting passed down to everybody and um now I just got a new car yesterday so we went to different car dealerships and let me tell y'all this was quite the experience so the first car dealership we went to was the Chevy dealership in Estero now mind you my, both of my parents have Chevys and I just had a Toyota Prius but I liked my dad's car the Chevy Malibu but I didn't really want a sedan like I wanted a SUV because I feel like I'm getting into that stage where I'm gonna need an SUV so I got it I wanted to get an SUV and so we went there and we looked at different like trailblazers and blazer and stuff like that and basically everything they had they were like oh we don't have it in stock or oh we're gonna order it but it's not gonna be here until whenever or they were like oh you know because of the chip shortage we're not able to have you know as much produced as we used to have and da 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 da, da. which was fine we was like okay but I didn't really see what I wanted, so I just took down their information, and I was like, you know, like, call me if you guys get whatever in, and um, I'll call you if we, you know, want whatever. So they had a Trailblazer, excuse me, and I actually liked the Trailblazer car, like the SUV, but the only problem I had with it was that it was um, blue, <laughs> and it was the same color blue as my Prius, and I was like, okay, well, I'm not really opposed to the color, like I really don't care that much about the color, but at the same time, if I'm paying for it, which I am, because I'm paying my own car note now, so I was like, if I'm paying for it, I don't want to get the same color that I already have, like I want to get a different color, so that's what I decided to do, I decided to go with a different color, because I didn't want to go with the same color that I had before, so, um, whatever, whatever. So they didn't have what I was looking for in stock. They didn't have any Malibus. They didn't have any Trailblazers in stock other than the one that was about to come. 
and that one was blue and I didn't want that one. So then we go to um, the Nissan dealership because I had been looking at some Nissans online, which might, by the way, it's very important for you to look at cars before you go and have a list of cars that you're interested in because that was so helpful for me to look back and be like, what were cars that I saw before that I liked? And so we went to the Nissan dealership and we're looking around and stuff like that. And they had a large inventory, but they didn't really have what I was looking for. First of all, a lot of the cars they had were pre-owned and I didn't want a pre-owned car unless it had certain qualifications. Like if it was within the past two to three years, so the, the farthest I was going to go was a 2019, right? Like that was the farthest back I was going to go. Um, and then I was like, okay, well, I also want it to be at a certain dollar amount. So my budget that I had set was 24K, right? So we're over here like, hello, we're over here like going through all this stuff at the Nissan dealership or whatever. And like the guy is showing me all these different cars. But when we went to the Nissan dealership, I was, cause I had already been tired from walking around the Chevy dealership. That was my first time walking around the dealership. And so I, you know how when you're like new to something, you're still figuring it out. So by the time we went to the second one, I kind of knew what I was looking for. So I was like, all right, I don't want to look at any sedans cause I'm not interested in a Nissan sedan. The only sedan I'm interested in, if it came to that is a Malibu. And then we, I was like, okay, well, let's just look at SUVs. I just want to look at this, these two specific SUVs that I had written down. So we go and we're looking at them and we sit in them and we test drove one of them. But for some reason, a lot of the, the cars they had smelled like smoke, which was like, okay, um, no thank you. And then the guy who was there like helping us out or whatever, every time we asked him what's the price on this, he could never tell us what the price was. Like he literally beat around the bush so much. Like he'd be like, so what's the price on this car? And he's like, well, you know, well, how much are you looking to pay? boy if you don't shut up and tell me what the price is like that's all i asked all i asked was what's the price of the car i don't need you to walk me around how we're gonna finance it and da 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 da, da. i just need you to tell me the price of the car so we can decide what i want to do well we finally get to the time where he's telling us what the price of the car is and i think it was like a nissan rogue that i was looking at so they i well no at first i was looking at nissan rogue sport because the sports are like a little smaller they're a compact suv and they tend to be a little bit cheaper so that's what i was looking at at first well they didn't have any of those in stock because of the chip shortage everybody and their mama wanted to talk about the chip shortage i'm like shut up <laughs> so we uh because of the chip shortage they didn't have enough um rogue sports they didn't have any in stock so i said okay cool so we look at the nissan rogue it was it drove nicely i liked how it drove it did feel like a little bit cramped in there but i was like whatever so we start talking to the man and we sitting down and he's telling us the price of it finally after all this time finally telling us the price of the car turns out the price of the car is like 35k we're like no thank you like that's far above budget we're good and we ended up not going with it because it no, and that was the starting rate, minus the taxes and the fees and all the other things that tack onto it. So we're like, no, we're not, no. And so as soon as he told us the price, we were kind of like, okay, we're good. And then he's like, well, let me go get, you know, some other cars that I think you might be interested in. So he pulls up two other, so we just sat there waiting for him. So he pulls up two other cars to the front. As soon as we walk outside, the first car I see is a blue car. I said immediately, literally out loud, I said immediately no, immediately no. And we all started laughing, me, my mom, and my dad. And my dad was like, you just can't seem to get away from blue cars, can you? And I said, I don't want another blue car. Like nothing against the Toyota Prius. Maybe 
maybe on the inside i've been a little bit like because i've been subjugated so much to kamari's hatred of my blue toyota prius maybe subliminally like maybe in my subconscious i am like afraid of having another blue car because i'm afraid of being bullied again but you know it is what it is <laughs> so no but i just didn't want another blue car like period that's all that's all it was i didn't want a car that reminded me of the prius because i feel like when you elevate to another step you don't want something that reminds you of something previously. Like, for example, when I was looking at uh, schools to go to for college, because I had already been at FSW, I didn't want to go to a school that reminded me of FSW. And so when I went touring to the school called SEU, it reminded me a lot of FSW because it was a very small campus. Everything was right around the corner from one another. And I didn't like that feel because it reminded me a lot of previous things. Not that FSW was bad, not that there was anything wrong with FSW. I just didn't want that feel anymore. And so that's the same thing with the car. Like I didn't want the Prius feel anymore. So anything that was super tight, close knit, and anything that was blue, I was like, no, I'm good. So the man took forever to tell us the price. And then he's bringing out these other cars. First of all, I wasn't even interested in a sedan and he bringing out sedans. So I was like, okay. And then, um, we go back inside and I'm like, okay, well, these aren't what I'm looking for, but you know what? Let me get your business card and I can contact you if I see something that I'm interested in. And he was like, okay. And then I was like, oh, also let me get two waters, please. Because he had offered us water before, but then I didn't get any water because we already had water. Um, but then we was walking around so much after going to those two lots that we were like, let's get some water. So I went ahead and was waiting for him to get some water. Y'all, he took forever to come get some water. I was like, can you please just give me some water like dang and lo and behold the entire time i was sitting there waiting his business card was in his pocket the whole time he literally could have just given me his business card like why are you playing games and at one point he had asked us like we were talking or whatever and he was like so how do you plan on paying for this are you paying in cash and my mom was like why are you asking us these questions like please just let us get on with our lives so Anywho, while I'm waiting for him to go get the water and to go get his business card, he running into the manager's room, talking to the manager, and I see them both look back at me. Obviously, he's talking about how they're about to lose this sale, right? So then out of nowhere, all these people start standing around me, like all these grown behind men who are these little salesmen standing around me. And one of them comes up to me and starts talking, and he's like, yeah, so, you know, like, what, um like what car were you interested in coming so he's asking me the same questions i've already answered for the other guy i'm like no so literally i was so short with him i was like so not in the mood because this dude had already taken too long to get my water and his little business card and i was already tired because i wasn't finding what i was looking for and on top of that he wanted to bring me out a blue car after i had already made up in my mind i didn't want a blue car anymore so anywho we finally pulled up and these people standing around me and he asking me all these questions. I was so short. Like he was like, so what are you looking for? I said, I wasn't able to find what I was looking for. Well, I heard you came here for a Nissan Rogue. I said, yeah, I was. <laughs> well, why didn't you like, why didn't you like the Nissan Rogue? Um, it just wasn't what I was looking for. Like literally like, shut up. <laughs> that's what I wanted to tell him. Can you please leave me alone? Just get my dog on water. Like that's all I'm asking for. I finally got the waters and the business cards. We get back in the car. Then I was like, all right, well, there's one more place I want to check out. But by that point, we were already tired and it was getting kind of late. And so I didn't know if I felt like going. But then I was also like, well, let's just go ahead and go so we can see everything and then make a decision later on. 
about where we want to go because we had some options like we were looking at the malibu the malibu was going to come in october 1st we were looking at the trailblazer and even though it was blue it was going to come in on the 21st so we were like okay well we have different options that we can roll with obviously nothing from the nissan place was able to be rolled with because no thank you um and so we're like going we're like driving and i was like okay well let's just go to the honda place see what all they have there like i know what i want and so let's just go there these are the two things i want to look at we're going to immediately ask for the prices i'm going to tell them no blue cars at all and then we're going to call it a day so we pull up and i was like hey we he comes and talks to us or whatever and i'm like okay the only cars i'm interested in is the hrv and the crv and but what i liked about this place was that the prices were actually already on the cars so you didn't have to try to guess what price it was and the people didn't have to try to tell you what price it was. like it was just already there you could see how much it was so we pull up and the the guy is like oh so what are you looking for i said i'm well i'm interested in the hrv and i'm interested in the crv and please no blue cars so we're walking around he shows me the hrv it was a little bit expensive and then he shows me the crv which was more expensive and then i was like okay because i think the crv is bigger so then we i was like well let's just see how it feels so we sit inside of one of the hrvs as soon as i sat inside of it i was like i love this car like i loved the way that it looked i loved the way that it felt so i was like okay cool so then i look out the window like out the front window and it was like about to rain, but there was this like beautiful rainbow in front of me. And I was like, oh my God. Like, I didn't want to hold on to it too much. Cause you know how sometimes you hold on to things that you think are signs. And I didn't want to hold on too much to it and make my decision based on what I thought was a sign. So we're like, whatever, whatever, we're sitting there and I see that rainbow and I'm like, oh, that's so cool. So I take it for a test drive and we're driving it around. It's really, really nice. So then I pull back in and I'm like, okay, I think I like this car. And then my mom was like, okay, but it is a little bit over budget. And I was like, yeah, it is over budget, but I'm thinking like, you know, we can get the price down some, then we can, I can work with it and I can pay for it and stuff like that. Cause obviously I'm already gonna be paying for it. So then we get to the, inside and we just wanted to see how much we could get off of it and stuff like that girl we ended up getting sitting there working with the little guy or whatever and the guy was like oh yeah i never i've never gone down on a car like this i've never gone down on a car like this like every person who has come in has left paying for that car at the price that we set so my mama she sat down one thing about my mama my mama is a negotiator she does not take no for an answer first of all and she knows how to negotiate very well and so she ended up getting down the price for, for she ended up getting down the price $5,000. So the price went down by $5,000. And she got a flat rate for it. So it was very interesting um, how my mom, my mom did that. And I was very grateful to have her there because otherwise I either would have not bought it or I would have bought it for extremely overpriced. So she worked with the people and got it down 5,000 complete dollars, which was amazing. And um, yeah, and so then next thing you know we started filling out all the paperwork and getting through all the stuff the guy who was filling out the paperwork for us like all of the financial part of it he was like always bringing up these different like questions so he's like so what's your opinions on veterans working as teachers i'm like why are you asking us all these questions like <laughs> maybe he just wants to start a conversation but it just was so funny to me because it was such random topics, but it actually was kind of interesting because we ended up getting into an actual conversation instead of just like fake conversation. So I kind of enjoyed it, but he was really cool. Shout out to Julian, that was his name. Um, he helped us get everything financed and stuff like that, which was really cool. Um, he was a nice guy. So yeah, and then 
after that, I just got in the car and, you know, drove to Chipotle, got something to eat because it was like seven o'clock by that point. And we were all hungry. And then we uh, went home and my siblings came out and saw it. And then I drove us to church this morning because I was like, I wanted I wanted them to see the car and stuff. But um, yeah, it was cool. So I wanted my siblings to see the car. Um, and so, yeah, it was an interesting experience. But what it taught me too was the connection between like buying a car and between dating because literally I was like thinking about this and I was like every single car dealership we went to talked about the chip shortage talked about all these little sob stories about how they don't have enough shipments in for this and like everyone said the same thing which was kind of crazy and I was like you know what I feel like that's the same thing here where like every like I don't know not every guy but most people most guys are like saying the same story it's like the same thing over and over again after a while you just get tired of it and then after dating for so long or after going through so many different relationships you're just very specific on what you want and so you might not find what you want immediately like when we were going around I was so specific with what I wanted that I could not find what I wanted until I found what I wanted (laughs) but even though it's kind of crazy too because it wasn't even the price that I wanted. Like, had I discounted the HRV because of the price, because it was over budget, had I discounted it because of the price, I would have not gotten it because I would have thought it was too expensive, right? But I still was like, oh, well, let's just see how it feels. Let's just sit in it, see if that's whatever, whatever. And we did. And then I ended up discovering, okay, well, now that I know that I like this, how can we work it to match or get close enough to my budget? And so, yeah, it was just really interesting how that played out. And I was like, I could see so many connections between my experiences and like the actual dating world. And what was funny too was the guy at the Nissan place, when they was all trying to gang up on me, trying to hold me hostage so I couldn't go so that they could get a sale or whatever he was talking and i was like well i want this but it didn't have this i want this but it didn't have this and he's like oh so you're specific okay got it i'm like yes i am specific and i should be as i should be because why would i settle if i'm the one paying for it like i don't care what you're trying to sell me because i'm gonna be the one that's gonna have to pay for this every month and i'm gonna have to look at this car in my driveway and i don't want an ugly behind blue car in my driveway anymore like i mean there's still gonna be a a blue car in my driveway because my sister's still gonna be driving a toyota but i don't want it to have to be my car and so it's just funny to me that like people were they were just like oh you're so specific and as i should be but it's just interesting too because there were some cars that i wanted or thought i wanted and when i saw them in person i didn't like them as much or some cars that i didn't think i wanted but i actually ended up liking them when i saw them in person but they weren't available and so then it's like okay well you know i can't do that like there were so many instances where i was like oh my gosh i've experienced this in dating like i've experienced this in real life that's kind of crazy and so yeah it was very interesting but lo and behold i ended up getting the car that i wanted and that i needed and it ended up working out and it was within my budget or close enough to my budget even though it was a little bit overpriced and um yeah everything ended up working out and so I'm very grateful for it I'm very grateful for my mom and my dad who do a great job of supporting me and also for my mom who's a really great negotiator and who did a wonderful job like I don't know just like advocating for me and making sure that I was getting the price that was the best that I could get um and yeah I don't know I just also think it's going to be very interesting once I step into the dating world because apparently there's a chip shortage <laughs> I kid you not how many times I heard that I was like shut up I said if I hear a woman doggone thing about this chip shortage I'm gonna oh it was so funny because everybody was like 
oh, you probably heard about the chip shortage, huh? And I'm like, yes, we have. We've heard more than enough about the chip shortage. We don't need you to tell us anymore. But every time there was like, oh, well, you know, because that's why our production is limited and da 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 all this stuff like that. And I'm like, y'all just coming up. Like, some of it was true, right? Like, there is a layer of reality behind the chip shortage that causes you to not have production as much as you have before. But at the same time, there's also a level of you trying to say that to make us feel like we have to just get whatever's there because that's apparently all y'all got. When one thing my parents and I were talking about when we was getting the car was we was like, one thing about a car is there's always going to be a car. So it's not like we need to immediately get, like there's always going to be a car somewhere. So it's not like we need to just settle for whatever car we see first. Like, no, thank you. So anywho, it was a very interesting experience all in all. Uh, and yeah, that's pretty much been everything that's happened within the past main things that have happened within the past week to two weeks. Um, but yeah, I can't think of nothing else. So that has to be it. If I can't think of nothing else, that means it's time to go. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Bye.